0: You're listening to a live audio recording from Women's Bible Fellowship at LEFC. This is week 8 of the study In His Image. Today's teaching is entitled, God Most Patient. Good evening, ladies. Sorry about putting you all in the dark a few minutes ago. I'm just glad Jenny realized that I was the one causing that. Anyway, this week we studied God's attribute of patient, and oh, how we love patience in others, right? The sad irony for most humans is how we desire, perhaps even insist, may demand that others be patient with us, and yet how often we struggle to truly be patient with those who aren't growing or changing or even just moving as quickly as we want them to. Has anyone else other than myself ever been found dragging a child through a store who is much preferring to just dawdle and stop and look and stray? And there's even irony in how we want God to be patient, extremely so with us. I'm trying, Lord, no discipline needed here. Um, just, you know, be patient. I'll get to holiness soon but boy, how we sometimes can desire his impatience with others. Lord, please give them what they deserve now. Execute your justice now. Teach them the lesson they need to learn now. Likewise, even though we do want him to be patient with our spiritual growth and sin struggles, we do not want him to be patient in our challenging circumstances or relationships. Lord, please remove this trial now. Yes, patience is one of those attributes which we are very tempted to have one standard for others and quite a different one for ourselves. But before we dive in, let me pray. Father God, loving, patient Father God, thank you so much for your patience with me with my sin struggles, with my wrong attitudes, with my failure to learn the lessons you have for me. Lord God, you have been so patient with all of us in bringing us to salvation and redemption. And Lord God, now just pour out your grace on us, open our ears and hearts to hear your words, not mine, Lord God. Hide me and reveal yourself thank you Lord for loving us thank you for loving us with such patience in your name we pray amen so if you weren't already convicted somewhat by my introduction and how we can have completely different expectations regarding patience for ourselves for others for God let me read to you some definitions patience is the capacity to accept or tolerate delay trouble or suffering without getting angry or upset. Another definition I found is the ability to bear trials without grumbling. So it means to accept and bear the difficulty and to do so with a good attitude, no grumbling. Merriam-Webster takes it a step further to say it is to bear pains or trials calmly, without complaint forbearance under provocation or strain. It's one thing to force ourselves to be patient, but to do it in a calm manner, that can be the challenge. Patience is also defined as steadfast, despite opposition, difficulty, or adversity. Those definitions I just read focus on challenging circumstances, but we all know we need to be patient during times of adversity and with people some other definitions i found in fact are bearing of provocation and annoyance without complaint loss of temper irritation or the like webster adds that patience means not hasty or impetuous. have you ever responded too hastily acted impulsively Clearly, patience includes the action and the attitude, bear with on the outside and bear with on the inside, our thoughts and feelings. As I read these definitions, my mind just kept unfortunately going back a couple of years. My dear sweet mom passed away in December of 2021 and she had struggled in her health for several years. She moved slowly. She had a very difficult time doing simple tasks like putting her shoes on or getting in and out of the car. And I am so ashamed to say that there were times my actions did not exemplify patience. I would jump in and tie her shoes or cut up her fruit or put on her jacket and do whatever I thought in my mind she was taking too long to do. And my mom told me how much that bothered her. She wanted to try to do things for herself for as long as possible, and for us to just let her and be patient. And so after my mom expressed that, I would appear to be patient. I would just stand and wait with a pleasant demeanor. But too often, my inner attitude, I've had to confess to the Lord, and I wish my mom was still here so I could apologize to her. There were times I was still every bit as impatient on the inside. I just made it look good with my actions and smile. But I was clearly annoyed with great irritation. So let's look to the perfect example we have of patience. Arthur Pink points out that far less has been written upon this attribute of the divine character But he also challenges the reader. Certain it is that we lose much if we do not frequently meditate upon the patience of God and earnestly pray that our hearts and ways may be more completely conformed thereto. The Hebrew word often used in the Old Testament is arek, which means slow. God's slowness to anger, his patience is a branch of his mercy, his love. In fact, Psalm 145.8 states, The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. Pink defines the divine patience as that power of control which God exercises over himself, causing him to bear with the wicked and forbear so long in punishing them. Nahum 1:3 reads the Lord is slow to anger and great in power and I love those two phrases being put together describing God his patience his slowness to anger is not a sign of weakness or inability to carry out due punishment pink defined it further as restraint placed upon his acts by his will He chooses and is able to sustain great injuries without immediately avenging himself. The theologian Stephen Charnock wrote that God is slow to anger because he is great in power. He has no less power over himself than over his creatures. His slowness to anger or action is never evidence that he doesn't know what to do or isn't capable to fully avenge. Rather, his patience indicates his immense, immeasurable, infinite power and self-control. I wonder if sometimes we equate extreme patience with inability or weakness or uncertainty. And perhaps at times it is a parent who remains patient for hours or even days and weeks with an extremely unruly child who clearly needs discipline and correction. It may be that the parent lacks the confidence or strength or understanding of how to train her child. But that is why it's absolutely critical to view God in his fullness of character, to consider all of his attributes. He can only be all-wise and all-loving and all-powerful. So when we view his slowness to anger or action in certain situations, we can be certain that it is the perfectly wise and loving plan to bring about his purposes and to glorify himself and he is always right on time moses writes in numbers 14:18 the lord is slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love forgiving iniquity and transgression but he will by no means clear the guilty Praise God, that is who he is. Are we not so grateful that he is slow to anger, excessive in his faithful love and forgiveness of sin? In Nehemiah 9.17, we read about God's chosen people, the Israelites. And it states, they refused to obey and were not mindful of the wonders that you performed among them but they stiffened their neck and appointed a leader to return to their slavery in Egypt but you are a god ready to forgive gracious and merciful slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and did not forsake them when we are tempted to be frustrated that god is being too patient with some of the evil doers in our world and we want him to execute justice swiftly Let's keep in mind that his patience is what greatly benefits us when we refuse to obey, when we ignore his wonders, when we stiffen our neck. Romans 9, through 24 reads, What if God, desiring to show his wrath and to make known his power, has endured with much patience vessels of wrath prepared for destruction, in order to make known the riches of his glory for vessels of mercy, which he has prepared beforehand for glory, even us whom he has called, not from the Jews only, but also from the Gentiles. And I want to read that again in the CEV translation. God wanted to show his anger and reveal his power against everyone who deserved to be destroyed, but instead he patiently put up with them. He did this by showing how glorious he is when he has pity on the people he has chosen to share in his glory, whether Jews or Gentiles. There may be some in this room of Jewish heritage, but I'm guessing that we are mostly all Gentiles. Are we not so incredible thankful for his patience? And in Romans 2, 4, Paul exhorts, or do you presume on the riches of his kindness And forbearance and patience not knowing that God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance God's patience is on purpose part of his perfect plan to lead us to repentance scripture tells us that God is patient desiring that none should perish pastor Tony once stated in a sermon how grateful he is for the patience of God which allowed enough time for him to come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And so it is with each of us who are his redeemed children. His patience allowed the time for our salvation. The power of his patience reveals his glory because it reveals his great love, his great self-control, and his perfect plan. And we know that Jesus Christ is also perfectly patient. Paul writes in 2 Thessalonians 3, 5, May the Lord direct your hearts to the love of God and to the steadfastness of Christ. And the Greek word for steadfastness is hupomone, which means patient, enduring, perseverance, patient, waiting. That word is also used in verses describing how we are to be patient. Thayer defines it as the characteristic of a man who is not swerved from his deliberate purpose and his loyalty to faith and piety by even the greatest trials and sufferings. Again, back to the definitions I read earlier, even the greatest trials we may suffer are not an excuse for us to lose our patience. We are to remain loyal to our purpose and faith. We've seen how God is patient, and since this study is in his image, we need to consider how we should be as well. In fact, a rather difficult question for us to answer honestly may be, would I want the Lord to show me the same level of patience that I show to others? Another Greek word for patience, for example, it's the one used in Colossians 3.12 when Paul exhorts us to, as God's chosen ones, put on patience. The Greek word is makrothumia, and it means forbearance, endurance, constancy, steadfastness, and slowness in avenging wrongs. Pink further challenges us that when we are tempted to be disgusted at the dullness of another, or to be revenged on one who has wronged us, we should call to remembrance God's infinite patience And long-suffering with ourselves just as with God how his patience indicates his self-control and power it takes a great deal of self-control on our part being patient for most of us may not be our natural bend especially during trials or when greatly provoked and unfortunately we often make the least effort with those closest to us We may find it easier to extend patience to our friends, acquaintances, church family. But what about with our own family? Our husband, our children, our siblings, our parents. Perhaps we force ourselves to show patience, but is it with an inner attitude of grumbling and irritation? Being patient is an act of obedience. That is why Paul tells us in Colossians to put it on. He does not instruct us to be patient when we feel patient. And Paul combines the instruction to be patient with also being compassionate, kind, humble, and meek. The following verse further clarifies that we are to bear with one another as well as forgive. Being patient means that we bear with one another Even when annoyed without irritation out of obedience yes but also out of the realization that others have to bear with us and also out of gratitude for the patience that God has shown us note that while patience is one of the fruit of the Spirit so is self-control why is that simply because patience, as I said before, is not the natural inclination for most of us. We must control the urge to respond with irritation or grumbling or anger in haste. Lest we feel defeated, keep in mind the source of the fruit. It is of the spirit. We cannot produce patience on our own, not in suffering, It is a gift from God given through his spirit to those who call him Lord, experienced when we are abiding in him. We must be patient even with ourselves on this sanctification journey. However, we also must be increasingly growing in dependence on the Lord and his spirit. We cannot abuse the patience of God or take it for granted. In Colossians 1, verses 10 through 11, Paul is telling the Colossians that he is praying for them to be filled with knowledge and spiritual wisdom. And he writes, So as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might, for all endurance and patience with joy. Patience is possible when we are being strengthened by his power, not our own. When we are increasing in knowledge of him, not leaning on our own understanding. First Corinthians 13 is a passage we're all familiar with, and it describes love itself as being patient, which means we cannot truly love if we are impatient or easily irritated by others. And you know the cliche that people always jokingly warn about. Don't pray for patience. God will send you situations where you are forced into it. But indeed, one of the purposes, the benefits of trials, is to produce patience in our life. James 1.3 states, For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness, And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Don't we all want to be mature and complete? And yet, we do not want to endure the path that leads us there. If we never needed to be patient, how would we ever develop it? God has a purpose in his own patience and he has a purpose to grow it in us, even if that means trials are necessary, even if that means being surrounded by people who, well, frankly, try our patience. He has an eternal perspective to conform us to the image of his son. We need to have that same goal patient in difficult seasons, patient with one another and even patient with the world around us. Second Timothy 4.2 instructs us to preach the word, be ready in season and out of season, reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. Why? So that we can reflect the image of our ever so patient and long suffering Lord and Savior to a world in desperate need. A couple of points I just wanna quickly make about waiting patiently. I've already stated that it has to be an internal attitude as well as an outward behavior. The example I shared when I failed to do that too many times in caring for my mom. It is not patience if we are tapping our foot and crossing our arms and rolling our eyes, either outwardly or just inwardly. Ask the Spirit to help you in those moments, to transform your heart and mind into calmness and loving forbearance. Another essential component is that being patient is not passive. If you are in a season of waiting and needing to be patient, that does not mean that you just sit back and do nothing. We wait actively. I'm going to read some of the lyrics from a song by John Waller titled, While I'm Waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting on you, Lord, and I am hopeful. Though it is painful, but patiently I will wait. And I will move ahead bold and confident, taking every step in obedience. While I'm waiting, I will serve you. While I'm waiting, I will worship. While I'm waiting, I will not faint. I'll be running the race even while I wait. I'm waiting on you, Lord, and I am peaceful. Though it's not easy, but faithfully I will wait. I will serve you while I'm waiting. I will worship while I'm waiting. Friends, even during a trial, In a season of needing to be patient, we are to serve God, to worship God, to seek his face and learn what lesson he has for us. Paul was in prison, hanging in chains. Nothing to do but be patient. But yet, what did he also do? He sang songs of worship to God for the guards and the other prisoners to hear. It could be that the primary lesson in those seasons of waiting is to learn patience so that we can then extend it to those around us without irritation, without complaining. Arthur Pink wrote that the patience of the saints is submission to the divine will and continuance in doing good. Ladies, let us be patient saints submitted to the perfect will of our ever patient and gracious and merciful and loving Father, trusting his perfect timing. Let me pray. Father God, forgive us for so many times being impatient with others, with you, with ourselves. Teach us forbearance, Lord. Teach us to be calm and not irritated or annoyed. Teach us to trust you that you are always right on time. And help us to learn the lessons you have for us with joy in our heart. Thank you, Lord, for the patience you show us every day as we struggle to look more and more like you. We love you, Lord God thank you for loving us first. In your name we pray. Amen. Have a great week, ladies.